Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me now, of course, is Miss Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How are you? I am better than you, I know, my friend. I know. With your, Thank with you. Your poor knee and your poor leg. I oh, know. Thanks to everyone up. for the for the Facebook updates and the the tweets and everything. Uh, you know, people encourage me to to get better. But you know what keeps me getting better, Megan? Cause the Talk podcast. Radio. Because right. every week we're talking about something good. And I think talking about things good are things that make you feel better. That's right. That's right. And on the line with us now, we have someone who's going to make me feel amazingly better. After I finish this call, I'm probably going to be doing a jig. That's how good I'm going to be feeling <laughs> on my day. I want to see right? it. You want to see this, right? On me the too. line with us now is Robin Hulshizer. And she is a partner with Latham and Watkins in Chicago. And she's chairwoman in Chicago of Do the Right Thing, which is an initiative of the National Campaign to Stop Violence. And this is our first guest that we've ever had on the air whose last name is a swear word in another language. (laughs) It's true. Isn't that true, Robin? It is. I went to Germany over the Christmas time and everybody was just swearing up a storm saying Scheiser, Scheiser. And I was like, oh my goodness. Oh no. That's the thing. Now I have something new to call. You know, I can call Megan that, you know, well, (laughs) Megan, quite frankly, Megan has been using my name as a swear word for many years now. This is true. This is true. So, I mean, this is something that's common. But, you know, people tell you things and just things stick out. So uh, that's my new expression that I'll be using all the time. Scheiser! <laughs> uh, so. But we have, we have much more interesting things to talk about. And, uh, Robin, I think what's so great about this is, as a lawyer, I know you must be an extremely busy person. From your profile, you also have a family. And nonetheless, you are involved in this great organization called Do the Right Thing. Could you tell us about it? Do the Right Thing um, is an initiative that reaches out to middle school students, mm-hmm. which is why I was so attracted to it and wanted to get involved. Um, I feel like there's a lot of programs for, you know, um, elementary schools and high schools, at least my own children had a lot of things offered to them in those great age brackets, but not so much in middle school. And it is a terribly hard time. I think it's the, the most difficult time for, for students And so I liked the fact that it was geared to that age group. And I also loved the fact that it was geared towards helping them address violence because, you know, it's just so prevalent in Chicago as it is in many cities. And and so those two things combined, you know, made it make it, you know, a program and a project that's so worthy. How did how did Latham get involved with Do the Right Thing? And let's just clarify do the right thing is its own nonprofit. It's an initiative of a national nonprofit. What what specifically are that we talking exactly about? That is exactly right. The National Campaign to Stop Violence okay. um, is the parent, and it and do the right thing is an initiative of it. Okay. And we got involved because Latham, in about the 2007 2008 time period, was challenging each of its offices across the world to move forward. 
um, by giving back, you know, moving forward, giving back. Um, and we examined in Chicago, how would we do that? I mean, we already do a ton of pro bono work and work for um, nonprofits and, and things of that nature that are legal. But what else can we do? Mm-hmm. And this was something, um, this was a program that had started in 1998, and they lost the the chair who had been running it in Chicago was stepping down at, at about that right moment. So it was an opportunity that um, we heard about and thought long about because we knew it would be a lot of work, um, and we just decided to run with it um, because it's a ton of volunteer work and no one's paid to do it, um, but it's well worth it. When you're talking about moving forward, is that from a business perspective? Like how how does Latham view community involvement and investment just from a business objective perspective? You know, in our minds, it is so critical to do more than, you know, just your work. Um, It's so critical to make an impact in the cities you live in. And we know our clients feel the same way, you know. Mm-hmm. There are so many clients that do all kinds of terrific things out there. They can use whatever um, positions they have to, to really make a difference on others' lives. Um, any of us in at Latham are blessed compared to others in the, in the community, and we all know it. And so it's important to reach out and continue to do what we can. And that just was a focus. I mean, it mm-hmm. was the theme and focus, and they, you know, we're still there today. You know, how do we move forward? How do we um, make a difference, not just be smart lawyers helping clients with problems, but make a difference? Mm. So tell us how the program works, Robin, in terms of it sounds like it peaks at a certain time of year, but it sounds like an annual program in that there are kind of a lot of steps along the way in terms of how the program develops. You're exactly right. We reach out to teachers in um, the Chicago public school system as well as the archdiocese schools um, in the fall of each year with lesson plans and packets and information so that they can decide when they're going to bring this into their classrooms um, and how they're going to teach it. We're not telling them how to do it mm-hmm. because teachers do it a different way. Um, you know, some will, you know, utilize the lesson plans we give. Others will just make their own. Um, but they then, um, you know, so they have this period of time, like the fall through the beginning of the year, to actually teach a lesson, to have their kids um, be challenged to write an essay about violence and, you know, how it impacts their life and what they're going to do about it, how they can change the situation and scenario. So that's the whole thing. And they submit their essays to us in the beginning of January. Um, I'm sorry, the beginning of March. And right now we're in the process of reading all of these essays. We have over a thousand one hundred and fifty that were submitted for grading this year. Others will have been written, but they wouldn't be submitted, you know, because to submit it for grading or review, you have to have a parent signature and mm-hmm. all that. Um, and so they've come into us now. We're grading away. We will work through reading and reading and reading the essays to pick the top 100. And the top 100 students from the Chicago area will be, you know, um, recognized at an awards banquet that we have, um, you know, May 10th. Um, and then at that um, ceremony, we'll select the top two ambassadors, a female and a male, mm-hmm. who will represent the city of Chicago in a national um, convention that's held in July. Oh, wow, wow, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So in addition to going uh, to the event, is there any other accolades or award money that goes along with the program, like the scholarships? No, I wish we had that. We don't yeah. have that yet. Um, yeah. We reach out. We try to raise money because, you know, it costs us a pretty penny to put together the awards banquet to I publish bet. a book with their reading. Yep. Um, you know, if I ever got that, I would certainly award that. 
we are going to try to write some grants this fall mm -hmm. to help maybe get even better lessons plans because right now we're using kind of some volunteer teachers and sharing lesson plans across the country. Yep. But the whole point is um, we want to we want to help the teachers and partner with them um, on these units um, addressing violence and they the ones that have utilized it love it. You know we get great feedback from them. And, you know, so there is so much more you could do. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to get it all done with, you, you know, know, shortage of money. And time. Um, Megan, I was just thinking that uh, Robin should team up with the, uh, the organization we had on last week, Pizza Hut, which does a literacy initiative called Book It. And it was really interesting to learn about this, Robin. It's been around since, what was it, Megan, 1984 84. or something mm -hmm. like that? I mean, which is just a long time ago for like cause marketing, considering cause marketing started the year before in 83. Yeah. And uh, what's kind of interesting about them is they also go into schools and and they teach kids about reading and writing and stuff like that. And, and they reward these kids with free pizzas too. But I mean, it's <laughs> definitely awesome. it's definitely an uptick that what because i mean think about it megan who else have we had on too i mean we had pizza hut h and r block goes into schools and teaches kids about financial literacy mm -hmm. um you know donors choose obviously well, we've had them on before and you know we've had a lot of different things and stuff like that this is just but you know what's interesting i think what's interesting about your program robin is it's specifically focused on middle schoolers and because mm -hmm. a lot of these other programs are focused on other types of kids uh, in, you know, right. uh, elementary school and high school and stuff. And, you know, all three of us have middle schoolers. Uh, and it's kind of like, what is it about middle school, huh? Oh, it's dreadful. I know. Well, you know, <laughs> even, even, you know, even in, uh, you know, I live outside Boston in a town called Newton. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great town. It's an affluent town, stuff like that. And as soon as they hit middle school, all this stuff, we've been on the news like three times this year. Like some kids like drawing inappropriate graffiti on the snow at school mm. and they're like looking mm -hmm. into all this thing then yesterday a kid was assaulted by an adult with a knife who wanted his phone mm. do you know what i mean like oh you know goodness. i mean to you know in 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 in, in you know in my town robin this is like assaulting a kid with a knife over his phone's like which phone do you want i got nine of them on me you know i mean it's right. it, you know it's like you know it's not like it, it's you know one of these crazy communities and you know it's just like but it's like and i said to my wife i said what is it about it seems like all these things come out in middle school i'm curious to know i mean this whole effort is about youth violence and i feel like it's always been an issue for sure and in particular mm -hmm cities more than others, but I feel like it's become such a national is issue um, mm -hmm. of late. Are, are you seeing more involvement in the program because of that, or has it been pretty consistent? It's been pretty consistent. What you see is trends in the, um, what you see is trends in the essays, you know, mm -hmm. um, when there may be a traumatic, uh, you know, death of, of a student like Hidea Pendleton. Um, you'll see that in a lot of essays for a couple of years, you mm -hmm. know, and you can see then how it really does impact and, and affect these, these children. And then, um, you know, maybe, or you'll like, the, I noticed uh, early on that there was this big national push and you heard a lot about rating of video games and how the violence is causing people to be violent. You know, mm -hmm. you saw that come out in their essays. So mm -hmm. they're listening, mm -hmm. they're hearing things and they have opinions on it. And so I, I you know, I, I find it the kind of the trend thing interesting by viewing their essays. I'm also curious to know how the rest of your employees are getting involved with this program and what they think of this program and what you feel 
it's your involvement in the program has done to bring employees together? Well, I mean, a couple of thoughts on that is we, you know, we've been doing this, like I said, um, you know, we started really gearing up with it in 2008. And um, we just have had so many employees help read and judge essays. I mean, that's a lot of essays and we make sure everyone's read at least twice and then more as you start to narrow down, you know, because you want to give these kids a fair shake at it. Um, and so people are moved by the essays. People continue to volunteer. They tell their friends. They tell their, you know, if they leave Latham, they tell their coworkers they stay involved. You know what I mean? So it's meaningful to them. And it, it draws our office together just because it's like a common thing we all do, you know. Mm-hmm. And and we know we're doing and making an impact. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know if you heard of the charity challenge. We We also, as Latham, jumped into that and... Mm-hmm. And that was another way to kind of bring the employees together because that wasn't just the focus on do the right thing. It was our our pick, you know, our sponsored pick, but it was rewarding everyone in the office um, for all the work that they do that impacts children and families. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like kind of our cause. And people got it. I feel that people really got excited about it. They were sharing their stories, sharing what they did. And I think it's just kind of like egging each other on to do more, you know, for our community. That's great, though. I mean, what do you think, Robin, in terms of law firms in general? Like, it's kind of interesting that we're, you know, after, you know, we do a show every week and, you know, the people we talk to. And I mentioned to you that we talked to uh, Pizza Hut and we're talking about things right. that the pizza industry is doing. You know, before that, the week before, Megan, remember we talked to the, the folks who did the cleaning for a reason? This was yep. interesting, um, Robin. It was a cleaning company that shows other maid services how to raise money for causes and support good causes in their community and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And And, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, we talked to Jersey Mike's, a sub shop chain. So law in the the legal industry is like any other industry in terms of everyone is looking to embrace cause. They want to be more engaged. They want the community to recognize that engagement, too. What do you think about law firms in general? Where is that engagement headed? Do you think we'll see more of it in the years ahead? I absolutely think you'll see more of it. Mm. And I think it's you'll see more of it because, um, clients like to know that their firm is not, you know, that the the firm that they're hiring is out there doing things. Right. Mm-hmm. They try yeah. to, you right. know, and I think it's hard when you do something, you never do something and volunteer for a cause and work on it and think, gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. You feel great. Right. Right. You know, yep. and, and it's, and no business is immune to that. Right. Um, so I do think, Law firms are embracing causes and and reaching out even beyond our natural talent, which is to provide free medical services. You right. know, yep. um, which we do, and we volunteer, and you know, we we help a lot of nonprofit organizations in that regard. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just reaching out other ways too. It may be participating on a board. It may be like working on do the right thing, and it may be, you know, maybe if someone's too busy that year, they just make a big donation. But yeah. they're trying to help out. Robin, do you think um, law firms are thinking more too about the types? of clients they work with and they take on because of, you know, the the impact on their cause initiatives and the types of things. And I'm not talking about like, you know, hey, if you're a firm that represents the tobacco industry, that's one thing, you know what I mean? But I think, right. a, a, you know, a, a more companies kind of thinking, ah, do we really want to work with this company, you know, on this? Because this is kind of comes, comes into conflict with our cause initiative or it may come into conflict. Are, are you seeing that more even at uh, your firm? You know, I can see that I could see that um, impacting in some areas, you yeah, know, I haven't right. seen a lot of it, um, yep. uh, 
because I think the you have so many different causes, you know, it, it it's not like one single one and everybody has a different interests. Somebody might be really interested in mental health issues, another person in violence and you know what I mean? But, I, you know, I certainly, I mean, there are certainly, I would never name them, but, but cases and is, issues that we wouldn't take for, you know, a variety of reasons, but that could be one of them. Yeah, right, right. I wonder, to, I always wonder that, uh, Megan Robin, whether that's becoming more difficult for law firms in the sense that everyone wants to do good, but, and it's so public these days is that you have to make the right decisions with people that you're working with or it could really blow up in your face. I'm curious yeah. to go back to, you were talking a little bit about clients wanting to know that you're doing good works in the community. What specifically do you do to communicate that to com- to to your clients or maybe to other employees or even other? Well, I'll tell you one thing that um, Latham does is we, we collect each year and we send to our clients, you know, and kind of like a little annual review of our pro, pro bono initiative mm. for the year. So we do, and people will ask for it. I had a client once ask for it. Where's your pro bono initiative? I didn't see oh. it this year. You know, <laughs> And the reason he hadn't saw it, just so you know, is we used to mail it out and now we email uh, it out. You know? yeah, right, right. Right. So, but you know, so they do look for it and we've had, um, and some companies will reach out and do surveys. Um, the surveys are also geared towards making sure the law firms are, um, you know, being inclusive, you know, are you making sure you have diversity on your teams, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of initiatives. Right. So businesses are impacting their vendors, like a law firm by right. making sure that you're, I mean, we would naturally anyway, but the point is, I think that's important. So they're taking their role as you know, their roles in society important and asking that their vendors, you know, diversify their their workforce, you know, that they do good in the community. So they want to know what you're doing. I think one of the other great things about this program and your involvement with it is the fact that you've done this for a long time. Like it's not like you're doing a car wash this year and a bake sale the next. And then the, the next year you're doing an essay contest. Like you have some longevity here. Do you feel like that's yeah. helpful in terms of your own continuity? You know, the, the exciting things like, you know, um, this year we had a, the first year that we worked on the program, Marcus Banks was our first male ambassador and he was pretty shy, you know, um, boy from Chicago. And, you know, he came back a year later and he was all polished and he had this, you know, finesse about him, you know, so you could see how this program and being this national ambassador and speaking and stuff like that really did help him. Um, and what's really cool is that this year at the national um, convention, Marcus is at Boston university and Marcus came back to volunteer and work, um, with the national students and he, he just was tickled. And he said to me, when I went to my thing, you know, when he was in middle school, I was, knew I was going to go to college and I was going to become one of these, you know, assistants that helped the kids at the awards back when there he was. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. That's really satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. great feeling. And, and I mean, that's a great case too, Megan, for, you know, contributing to these programs every year, because then you see the fruit of it. Because that's what everyone is asking for these days too, is it's not enough to be involved in cause. People want to see the impact especially younger people. They're really making right. that, you know, they're making that distinction. Like, look, I just, you know, I just don't want to be involved. I don't want to just check off a box for payroll deduction every month. I want to see right. the impact of this stuff. And that's what's so great about your program is people do see that. Right. And that's what, and we love, so I love seeing it naturally. Obviously that's a great thing. Um, but you know, I worry about each of the kids, you know, all thousand, one hundred who are submitting <laughs> essays. We, we make sure we send them all a letter c- congratulating them for participating. We include a list of, 
we call them mentoring organizations, but they're Chicago programs that do things with middle school and you know just going into high school kids that can keep them active because the key is keeping active, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we give them a list of this. These we have those kind of those organizations show up at our awards banquet so they can start to meet people. So we can have the you know the parents will be there. Hopefully the parents keep that list too, and so they have a little ammo to make the kids stay involved, you know. Anything we can do to to keep them you know, on the right path is where we're kind of headed, you know. Robin, thank you so much for sharing this great initiative with us. If people want to find out more about Do the Right Thing or Latham Online, how might they do that? Well, if you Googled Chicago Do the Right Thing, W-R-I-T-E, you will see our website and you can see past winter essays, which are phenomenal if you want to be moved. Um, and you can, you know, otherwise find me at Latham and Watkins. Um, that's easy enough. Great. We will include that in the show notes. I think, too, that now that we've talked to Robin, we've heard all the incredible work, we need to turn the word Shizer into something that's awesome, just like Robin. <laughs> so when something's awesome, when, so, when something's you awesome, know. we're going to be, you know, from now on on the show, Robin, we're going to say Shizer. <laughs> okay. Sounds all right. Good. All right. That's good. Um, that's great. People can How find I- me. Yep. People can find me on Twitter, uh, Minute to Minute, talking to Megan at Joe Waters. And uh, of course, they can find me on my blog, selfishgiving.com. And I have all sorts of new pins on my Pinterest boards. Megan is so jealous of them. You must see them. Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. <laughs> what about you, Megan? Where can people find you except Pinterest? Well, I'm not going to be tearing out my knee so I can sit on the couch all day and pin <laughs> things to Pinterest. But you can find me on Twitter at Megan Strand. And I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at Tweet CMF. And for all of you who don't know, Joe and I will be in Chicago yep. this June for the 14th Annual Cause Marketing Forum Conference. June 1 and 2. So yeah. be sure to check that out at CosmarketingForum.com. Of yeah, course. And Robin, we may need a good lawyer when we're all in town. So. <laughs> hey, come by and visit me anyway. I might we need will. you. right? We will. And of course, you can also find Cause Talk Radio on iTunes. We do recommend you subscribe to the podcast so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Joe and myself and Robin, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And we'll talk to you next time. 